Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Fantasy Fit Bar Pod. We are the podcast that talks about Scottish football through the unique lens of fantasy football. My name is John and listeners, I have had a pint this week and it tasted glorious. You've had a pint every night, mate. <laughs> every, you're on tour. Um, <coughs> Three in a row. Three in a row. Three in a row. Speaking of threes, Cody. To help out. Yeah, tell me, tell me. Speaking of threes, there's three of us on this podcast today, isn't it? Oh, good segue. Yeah, very good. We've got one of our best friends in the world. Yeah. It's Frank Lampard is Guff is his team name on Fantasy Football Scotland. Daniel Debird Nielsen, how are you? All right, boys. Yeah, good. Good to have good to be on. I've actually, uh, I've got two teams now though because I can't, uh, can't log into Frank Lampard's guff. So, <laughs> are you joking? I've got Show Me the Money as well, but they're not in any leagues. Oh, <laughs> uh, I like Five Show Me the Money. That's a pod. Thirty-three episodes in, first time we've had someone with two teams because <laughs> they were locked out there. Yeah, Show Me the Money was right off the cuff as well. Show me the money, kid. I was actually going to yeah. dig in a little bit. So Frank Lampard is guff. Um, so where did that come from? Well, it was it was the night after. I, I can't remember what it was. It was a, the breakdown of the first lockdown, and I got in an enormous argument with someone at the pub about him thinking that Frank Lampard was better than Stephen Gerrard. Oh, <laughs> I believe like incredibly annoyed and then the next day we had to make the fantasy football teams and then from that I was just <laughs> just sitting hungover like yeah so, that's all I've got disclosure and background for you know for listeners you're you're a big Liverpool man that's your club uh, yeah and how have you but, found this season Danny Stephen Gerrard doing successfully at Rangers it's been delightful to watch Watching him lift a, a, a league title is just going to be an absolute treat. With no affiliation for Rangers, but just because of how many times I've had to see that fucking slip played over <laughs> and over all the time, it's going to be nice just to watch him yeah. lift the title for number one. Number one for the Rangers. But as a, as a, as a, you've not really got a Scottish football legion. You've, you've, been, um, you've been sort of headlocked into being a bit of an Aberdeen fan. In recent years, yeah, by a lot of Aberdeen games, mainly at Hamilton Stadium. Yeah, you've done it. You've done your time at the famous <laughs> Hamilton. Right. I think I've had three in the Sainsbury's car park. Morrison's car park. Let's say right. Oh, Morrison's car park. Right. We've had Waitrose now for the Sainsbury's <laughs> boys. It's a Morrison. Is it definitely a Morrison? It's definitely. I went there. I shot there, and I took a video, which you'll see if you if you're looking at our Twitter. Anyway, uh, great, the- great to have you on. Great to be on, Oh, it's cool. I don't make a complete mug of myself. Well, we've been doing it all season, so. Oh, yeah, I mean, my word. <laughs> right, right. Let's, that, let's, let's take, let's right. take, let's take twenty seconds here and just take a step back, listeners. This is how we're doing this pod. In the first part, we're going back to Brawn All. We've not been there for a while. D Bird will take us through his Brawn Alls, and Scooby and I will follow suit. We will then go into last weekend's action. The first weekend of the bottom six splits and the top six split, it was sensational. It did not disappoint. And in the third part, 
we've reached out into Twitter sphere. We've reached out into Danny's personal life. We've reached out into my DMs. We've asked questions. <laughs> it's a bumper episode. It's a bumper episode. So, Danny, without me chatting any more shite, would you want to start on a bra or do you want to start on a no? I think I'll go bra. I'll go positive. Good. I'll go positive. What is it? Tell us. Um, well, there was a lot of chat about him in the last few podcasts, mainly about him going to the Euros, getting him fit. But watching the game on Saturday, James Forrest is my bra. Ooh. Lots, lots of money. I'm not sure what he is. Eight point something, eight point two, is he? Correct. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, but I thought the link up play with. Um, Edward and especially Al Yunusi was delightful at times. Mm. Some really heavy touches in there, but he's not fit, so you're not expecting him to be at it straight away. But I reckon, I reckon he's going to bag against Rangers in the Scottish Cup, and then he's going to go on a little run before the end of the season. Get him in the Euro squad. Get him playing right wing back. Mm. So oh, that's an interesting one in the mix. Right wing back. Mm. I like it. What would you make a Celtics attack at the weekend, Scobie, linking that to James Forrest as well? Yeah, I, th- I think Danny's absolutely right. Forrest was, you know, it's brilliant. You, you'd made some bold predictions about him. We were both quite excited last week and it felt sort of, uh, it felt quite obvious that he was going to score. I didn't expect Celtic to rout um, Livingston quite as they did, but, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely their most convincing performance of the season. I thought Livingston were poor. Mm. Um, but Celtic looked kind of refreshed. Um, you know, I don't know, just just just, just looked like a different side. Turnbull was was at it again. I thought he was fantastic. Um, yeah, I, th- I I agree with Danny. I think he I think he is going to bag some goals as we go forward. Um, and I think it, it it kind of showed a little bit what Celtic have perhaps been missing. Yeah, I liked your point, David, on uh, on right wing back for Scotland because that's the difficult thing with um, James Forrest is where does he fit into that three five two that Scotland are currently playing? Obviously, he's probably more suited to a four three three four four two formation, being that attacking winger. But can he adapt his game? And especially if Scotland are looking for a goal in that tournament, you know why not take Stodzy off mm. and uh, and put him there? I think I think as well a lot of his best performances for Celtic under like Rodgers and a few other people, was playing in the Champions League where you have to get up and down, you have to mm. defend against like very good fullbacks. So mm. I don't see why he wouldn't be able to, especially if there's someone tucked in behind him who's a natural centre-half or even a natural defensive midfielder. Just like that natural centre-half, Scott McTominay, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> um, or maybe a midfielder. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think Forrest, as he gets older as a footballer, I can see him. I can see him moving back into that role a bit more. He could, you know, he almost. I don't know. Is Milner the right comparison? I don't know, but I, I could see him playing a bit for a bit deeper and stuff. Um, he's just a good old red footballer. Great bra, great bra to start the show. Great bra. You're, you're on a rocket there. I've got James Forrest in my team. Listeners, get him in your team. They've got Aberdeen up next. Couldn't be any easier. Bieber, do you want to? Flick it now into a bit negative for the listeners. Um, I'm trying to think. My so my no was um, the Rangers back four or Rangers defenders and goalkeeper. Ooh, I, I don't that. fancy they're going to keep it. 
Yeah, I don't fancy they're going to keep a clean sheet for the rest of the season. Ooh, hot I reckon, takes. I reckon they beat Celtic in the Scottish Cup, but they're not keeping a clean sheet in the league. Probably going to lose that game to Celtic in the league. You can't be having a team going unbeaten. Yeah. Or two teams going unbeaten in five years in yeah. one league. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think um, I, I think I said that last week, to be fair. I don't think that they are going to have the clean sheets that we've seen. And I think... Um, I've got a funny feeling St. Johnson are going to be one to end the run. I don't know why. Not to dreamt it or something. But this is in my head now. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's why I think we... You, have you whittled down to just one Rangers defender and or goalkeeper then? No, I've gone with... I think I've gone to none. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I think I've gone, gone to none. Where do you stand? Barisic before. Yeah, I mean, Barisic still put in a delightful ball or a couple of delightful balls against Hibs at the weekend. So he's still got that attacking threat. And we know how much Rangers get um, penalties as well. Um, so then Barisic comes in there as an option. But yeah, I agree. Someone like maybe Connor Goldson, and you said this last week, Scobie, maybe isn't the option going forward. But I've now made my wild card, so I can't see myself pulling a Rangers defender out. But maybe I've made a mistake. How many, how many you got in? A brace. I've got a brace of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> taking a taking a hit to get rid of the brace. He's not got a rake in him. He's got. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a rake. There, there you go. Thank you, John. You 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 pick us up from there. Then where'd you go next, bra or not? All right, I'll go bra. Uh, and it was actually um, it was it was John Hughes this week was making me giggle. He was making me chuckle. He always makes me chuckle with uh, with his. Um, metaphors he uses but this one got me really laughing it was defender and you know Scobie you'll have fun trying to say this but Leo Helde or Held Helde. Uh, Held is uh, he's on loan at, at County from Celtic and John Hughes came out saying this week that Leo is going to be the next Van Dyke. trust me on that <laughs> Danny, as a, as, a, as a Liverpool fan and someone who watches Van Dyke or used to before he was injured week in, week out, what do you make of that statement? I mean, it's very bold. <laughs> very bold. But if there's a man to spot a bit of talent in the Scottish League, it's probably Yogi. So I'm inclined to listen to him. Yogi, me. <laughs> It was really good. He went into quite a bit of detail about it. It was like the quality he has shown, the physical challenge, playing real men's football. Don't forget that, lad. Scottish Premier League, real men's football and standing up to it. It's been a wonderful experience for him. And he was on about saying that Bielsa was apparently after him. Uh, so that obviously uh, increases his, uh, his, his, his stature as a, play, as a defender. But, you know, watch this space. The boy came from Rosenberg, so we'll, we'll see how he gets on. Must be on commission from Celtic. <laughs> Anyway, interesting. Good take, Yogi. <laughs> how, how much has he played? Zero times for Celtic, five times for Ross County, and he's 17. That's a, so. that's a very small, <laughs> small <laughs> sample <laughs> size to be claiming that. Yeah, it's a little bit bold. But, um, <laughs> he must be absolutely incredible in training. Yeah. Yeah, or Ross County's other defenders are that bad that Yogi thinks. Whoa! Got the next version Van Dyke in his hands. <laughs> One of the two. Indeed, indeed. So, Scooby, do you want to do your bra? 
Yes, of course. I'd absolutely love to. I've been waiting for this moment all season. And I'll start it with oh, this song. Oh, God. It goes, hearts, hearts, glorious hearts. <laughs> down in Tancastle they play. The dog. I'll stop it there. But yes, uh, hearts are back in the premiership. Um, I'd love to say it's been a simple ride. Seamless. Um, it's not been. But we've got the job done, thanks to a couple of draws from Wraith and Dundee. Uh, and it's 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 very exciting to think that I'll be able to select some Hearts players in next season's Fantasy Football Scotland. Liam Boyce at five and a half million. If I could get him at five and a half million, I think he's got to be in every side. We talked about this, John, already. This deal. Um, I'd love to see big Armand Nandale stay on for the Premiership ride. He's a big threat. Uh, he's looked pretty dangerous at times. I think he could be a kind of guy who got flying off the market at the start of the season. Uh, there isn't, in all honesty, that many other Hearts players I'd be advising you towards at the moment. I think we've got a bit of a rebuild on our hands, but um, exciting to look forward to, to, to next year's fantasy. Can I just ask, is that the same guy that was uh, calling for Nielsen's head two weeks ago? I've never, I've never called Different Hearts fan. That different uh, one. You've, you're friends with a number of I must have misread my WhatsApp. Um. I, will, I will challenge you to, 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 to show me that tweet because I never, ever said that. And, and, and Scobie, one, 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 one question I've got on this is do you back them to lift the trophy or do you think they should boycott? Well, the Premiership, the yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> should we boycott lifting the trophy? No, I think we should, we should, we should lift it with pride. Um, be the bigger team. Which we are in Edinburgh. Um, so, yeah, really exciting. Really exciting. John, what's your knock? Flip me around. What is it? Uh, I've been a bit naughty this week and gone with two knots. So, I'll go through them quickly. I went, um, yeah, Spoil, the Argentinian bail at Dundee United. Now, Dundee United got a clean sheet last weekend, listeners. And we tipped Spoil heavily because he was going to play part of a front three, which he did. But he got taken off after 57 minutes. And it's all fantasy Premier League and fantasy football Scotland players know the magic number is 60 to get those clean sheet points so he was taken off for one point only that hurt that really hurt sick man i mean <laughs> try convincing me that you know managers of football teams don't know about fantasy um you know i've heard it all 57 minutes 59 pep loves a 59th minute sub. I mean, yeah come on just nonsense I think they relish it. Anyway. All right. What's your no, Scooby? What's my no? It's very short and sweet, to be honest. It's not related to fancy at all, but it's 12,500 fans at Hamden. That's my no. Um, for any listeners that, that, that maybe do have tickets for a Scotland Euros game, I wish you all luck. They're going to ballot the ballot. Balancing the ballot, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, a bit sad about that, to be honest, especially as things are opening up. I was out tonight. I was out and about in the, in the town, up the town, and seeing people out there brought a smile to my face. And you just think, come on, we could fill a stadium more than, you know, a 50-odd thousand-seater stadium could hold more than 12,500 fans safely. Come on. Anyway, it's what it is. John, what's your final Better than that. Quick, we've, got very ne- we've gone very negative here. No, no, that's too negative. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, no. You've you ruined my vibes. You've ruined my vibes. <laughs> it's definitely better than none. 
Yes. Thank you, Danny. D-Bird, bringing it yeah. back. He's brought it back. Right, on that note, shall we get our part one, John? Hello and welcome back to part two of this week's Fantasy Fitback pod. We have D-Bird on the pod. We've all got fresh lid trims. Danny, you used to have a good sort of bowl cut style haircut that you got back in school. What, 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 why, have you, why have you left that? Where's it gone? <laughs> well, my mum used to do it for bowl and I moved away from home. So <laughs> I had to start going to the barbers. The Turkish boys don't have the bowl techniques. Did they burn like up your nose and all that to get in the year? Nah, I'm a classic man. Just cut my hair and get out of there. Cut my hair so, and no chat. Is well, Irene still? Has yeah. <laughs> Irene still got the bull? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to ask her. <laughs> get Irene on the pod next week. Ask her. Right, uh, <laughs> moving on. So throwing it back to three games, uh, which stuck out this weekend, and it was a good, it was a good weekend of action, as John alluded to at the top of the pod. Where are we going to start first? Well, I think pick of the games, and it was pick of the games pre-split as well. Last time these two teams met, it was three-two, a five-goal thriller. It was just as important at the weekend. I'm, of course, talking about Kilmarnock, Ross County. So, Kelly got off the flying start. Just to recap, Chris Burke, who, who himself had a fantastic start to the season, um, has shown signs of life uh, towards the end of the season here. Got the first goal within a few minutes. County then marched up the other end of the pitch. Mackay set up Gardine for a fairly speedy equaliser. And it was breathless. Mere minutes afterwards, Cal Lafferty was a very popular captain choice this week for, I think, a couple of managers in this pod anyway, um, sent his way for a free kick shortly after. And it looked like he'd nodded it down, um, which obviously would have given them a handy assist, but it came off, came off a county head, uh, landed at the feet of Pinnock, who did really well, turned it in. So three goals in 16 minutes. Um, wow. Hot start, huh? Yeah, I mean, the goals in that game were an absolute treat. That Burke volley, yeah, just spot on. Three, four minutes into the game, even the second goal was, again, good composure. But it was. It was. I think, like, you know, they you know flying flying through it two one lead lasted, you know, for Killy until early in the second half. Lacavetti headed in um, from a Viagra's corner, equalised it 2-2 in the end. So, look, massive three points on offer for each side, and they are battling it out down at the bottom. One thing that can be said about both of them, you've alluded to, Danny, as well, is they can score goals. Uh, I was looking back, Killy have scored eight goals in their last three games, um, and County have got seven in their last four. So they're way outscoring some of the teams above them, which I don't know, John, is that is that a positive sign or what do we think? I think that both defences are pretty shite. <laughs> I wasn't surprised yeah. to see a lot of goals in in this game. You know, Lafferty, I think we were unlucky as fans who will Scotland owners here because he's still involved so heavily in the in the build up, whether it, it be him actually 
touching the ball or just occupying defenders, like numbers of players away in the box. I don't know what you think about Lafferty, Danny. Um, I mean, I was chuckling away to myself when he threw an absolute savage elbow. <laughs> like 20 minutes to go after you were saying he was going to get sent off. <laughs> like he'd broken the boy's nose. Yeah. But he's, he's a handful. Mm. Especially <laughs> at that level, bottom six, mm. you're going to have a hard game of him. Definitely. Yeah. He's sort of like this sort of gangly, spiny guy with big elbows. I, doesn't, I can't think of who it reminds me of. <laughs> Talented, plays with both feet, great shot. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't think either. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's smart like a bet, smart bet would possibly be on because Kyle's a little cleverer than he seems. Potentially a yellow card this weekend, get himself a ban, and then he'll be back for the last two, which are potentially the relegation scraps and even a playoff game. So, do you, do you reckon with VAR that one, that elbow would be a red card? Um, probably. Or if he could have a look at it, do you probably. reckon he's done that intentionally? Oh, I mean, Lafferty, usually, yeah. That, that's, what, that's what I was yeah. thinking when I was watching it. I was thinking, he's just yeah. gone up and just elbowed it yeah. straight in the face. Yeah, the discipline record speaks for itself and he's... You know, he's, he's, he's gone away with it over the years. So, yes, probably. Um, it's part of his game, though. He does an absolute nuisance. I think he, you know, he's gone out there and he's tried to disrupt things. I think he does that for the second goal. Uh, so he's unlucky not to get the assist, but he completely creates that from, you know, the way that he, the way that he yeah. manhandles them. There's uh, actually a, a, a different striker in this game that really sort of stole the show, though, wasn't it? And that was, that was Billy Mackay. Mm. And, you know, despite... He was just everywhere for them. Got 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 the got one of the key assists here. You know, five points in fantasy football Scotland. Someone we slightly overlooked. And with St Mirren at home, the next game up for County, um, and Van Dyke at the back. You know, are are we thinking maybe that's where the transfer comes this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think we were talking about. Um... We were, we were talking about Mackay coming into the split. You know, he, he had started to hit the run for him. He's continued that. He's got, looking back there, 30 points in his last six games, mm-hmm. um, which is about half his season's toll in the last six games. So, yeah, I absolutely think that Billy Mackay should be on radars. Um, look, the team's battling at the bottom. There's usually going to be somebody popping up and, and, and bagging goals for them. We always see that. So, um, yeah, I, I think he should be on the, on the watch list, definitely. But so who do you, you bring him out for? There's so many options at the moment there. So, uh, we finally got to this point. There's so many options, it feels like, up front um, for teams now beginning to score goals more freely or strikers needing to score goals for their, say, Euro, Euro places. So it's, um, it's definitely exciting. And I would say, talking of scorers, but a, a, a less high-scoring game here, Motherwell and St. Mary's, where we'll go next. So... Recap now, Jim Goodman's side were obviously pipped at the line by St. Johnson for that six, uh, six spot, which would, uh, I imagine, have been a real sickener for them, uh, <laughs> given how well they've played all season and the work that they did to, to, you know, to get into that position, to get into that top six position. I really think they really fancied themselves to get up to fourth, fifth at some point. Um, so disappointing for them to fall, from where they, um, to fall from where they were. And it was a really tight affair between Motherwell and St. Mirren. Two clubs that we expect are safe now, so 
in some ways probably don't have an awful lot to play for, but I think still a lot to prove, particularly for each of the managers. Um, recapping, you know, there, there wasn't a huge amount of action here, but Samarin had the early penalty appeal, which did seem to hit a hand. Um, to answer your <laughs> VAR question from earlier, Danny, that would have been a penalty. Um, I mean, am I saying- that one was ridiculous. <laughs> How'd you miss that? You might as well not have a referee if you're not going to give that. I mean, it's straight on. The ball's moving at pace. It goes past the player and then it <laughs> magically stops and drops to the ground. And the only thing it could have hit is his hand. And yet, Andy clearly leans into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> clearly leans into it. Uh. But yeah. Scottish. <laughs> I mean, but you can't, you, you know, you, you watch obviously a lot of English football as well, Danny. You can't be saying that we want VAR in Scotland. You can't Definitely say not. No. You should, you should, like, be outside the grounds demanding that you don't have it if they want it. But there's still, there's still two linos. One has got to have a view of that where he can, mm. either he's in the wrong position or he has a view of it and doesn't think he's a penalty, which is just outrageous yeah, really it's very good he did not miss the second um, the second penalty claim Connolly uh, won it on the edge of the box and and Jamie McGrath John's first name on the team sheet post split mm. well as I, as I tweeted Scooby there's two takes from this number one Jamie McGrath is human <laughs> and, and number two, Liam Kelly should go to the Euros. Oh, there we go. Hot take. But just the, with the third keeper in the Scotland squad, it doesn't make sense. You've got David Marshall, Craig Gordon, and then John McLaughlin's like 34 or something, isn't he? Why are we taking him? Yeah, I think that's fair. Experience. Pardon, Danny? Experience. But I don't, yeah, he's never going to play. Mm. Better to have him around. Yeah, well, I agree with you. You've I got the they... experience of Craig Gordon, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's a hard one. That, that was, if you're going on taking him to the Euros on that penalty save, that was fairly <laughs> straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pass back straight into the middle of the goal. Yeah, he's yeah. been automatic on pens this year. You know, he has been so good at them and taking them very well. It was a pure penalty. No, look, I've, I've been saying Liam Kelly's been really good for this. The whole He's only been at Motherwell, what, six months this season. He's been great. Since basically Alexander came in, he has been really good. And yet, I take your point, Danny. It wasn't a sensational penalty save, but you've still got to get down and guess the right way. Absolutely. You do. And that he did. But a nightmare from a fantasy football Scotland perspective. Um, but I think all in all, the Merrim were dominant. You know, they looked dominant in the first half and they actually looked dominant throughout. But up steps the most complete striker in Scottish football. As he's known. <laughs> four goals in four games. Yet more records being smashed. Devante Cole. I mean, it wasn't Cole. his best finish, but he's in the right place at the right time, isn't he, John? Cole got his hole. Cole got his hole. And, uh, and he was unlucky, actually, I thought, not to have a, an assist as well. Played a really nice three ball. What do you make of Devante Cole, Danny, as a sort of outsider looking in? Does he strike you as a complete striker? I mean, 
to be fair, he didn't get a lot of the ball in that game. Didn't get a lot to go with. And the only, as Scooby says, the only time he had a, any real chance, he was there waiting for it. Yeah. And that's what your, your strikers who bag those decent goals mm-hmm. add a few more to their tally, just be in the six-yard box when the ball's about. But if you're talking complete striker, he does do the other stuff. It's definitely not all about the stats, even though fantasy football is purely about the stats. <laughs> he does he does the other stuff well, which is more for the rest of the team rather than himself. I agree. I uh, think he, he's he's had a very impressive season. It's physically he's just he's just a specimen, you know, and I think I think he will attract attention over the course of the coming years. But I think that I think they should be able to hold on to him next year. Um, you know, I'm sure that I think Motherwell are on to good, you know, going going in the right direction and onto good things with uh, you know, the, the Stephen O'Donnell signing his contracts, you know, if they can hold on to guys like Alan Campbell, um, of course Devontae Cole, then you know, I think they'll be in quite a good place. I think they'll definitely be challenging top six next year. I, I would hope or imagine. And interesting, isn't it, Motherwell? They've got like quite a good um just like genuine history of like big bastard strikers up front that seems to do quite well mm. um, you know you think um, well Curtis Main I was going to say but he was absolutely awful Aberdeen but he was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were he was, on this pod he was pretty good but, and like Louis Malt he was, he was quality I yeah. don't know they just seem to they, they, they've got a good scouting system that seems to find the next ones off the off the I've lost my metaphor Russian line correct who is missing a Goal-scoring striker, St. Mirren. That's who's missing a goal-scoring striker. Maybe it's Brophy. We never quite got to see it from him, but the stats are pretty depressing from a St. Mirren point of view um, when it comes to goals. They've had four goals in their last nine games. Two goals in their last five. And that's sort of... Who were they they scored by? Which players? Strikers or four goals? I though I don't even believe they were. The I'd be scratching my head a little bit here. I think, I think that Shaughnessy got one because they've got him in the team. Um, Dermis is also also looked quite good in this basic playing up front for them. But I mean, there's a drought there, and I think yeah, that's the big issue for Goodwin. He needs to go out and find someone. Mm-hmm. Well, McGrath, McGrath obviously scored a penalty against Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, that was the only goal they scored in March, I believe. <laughs> and then yeah. again in February against Ross County, it was McGrath again. So it's basically McGrath, which is why he's a good fantasy football Scotland shout. Of course, of course, absolutely. Um, but they're a good squad, so man. They're on the cusp of something good, I think. I think mm. they just need to make the right. Yeah, game. they played really well in that game. Yeah, and it could be Brophy. Don't get me wrong; I think it could be Brophy. I think it's been unfortunate with his injury and. You know, it's just not been a good season for them all in all, but he'll hopefully come back next year and be able to offer them something. But yes, Motherwell, Sumer, we think they're probably both safe now, um, but down in that bottom six, still a lot of value within their squads, we think, um, you know, as we look to the rest of the season. Final game we're going to focus on uh, was the only game on Sunday. It was Rangers, Hibs. I think Hibs, and I was with a Hibs fan on Sunday morning, and I think they definitely saw this as a, as a big opportunity to end that run. Everybody wants to be the ones that ends that run. Um, you know, and we've talked about it, Rangers, team who perhaps don't really have much to play for beyond that cup glory. Um, 
But Hibs have struggled against Rangers of late. They've not really had a, a notable result against them for a while. Um, and it looked like that Easter break has only served to, to kind of uh, improve Rangers, give some of those players a well-earned rest. One of those players, Joe Rebo, who's irresistible prior to the split, uh, open scoring after 20 minutes, um, after a pretty sustained period of pressure. That's eight goals on the season for Aribo. And then what you made of him, Danny, Maribo this season as a mid, from a midfielder perspective? I think um, the mix of their midfield in particular has been just tremendous. In, mm. Like considering Kamara Davis, who's certainly getting on a bit, but Aribo is just totally different to those two. Add something a bit more in the final third, a lot better with the ball at his feet in tight spaces. Got a bit of a finish on him as well. I think, to be honest, under Gerard, he's come on mm. ridiculous amount, especially in the last like eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of been the difference this season, actually. You know, they talk a lot about because basically, when you Rangers and Scottish Premiership, you're playing against teams that are generally set in. Maybe Hibs aren't one of those, but in general, they are. And Aribo's that guy that can unlock it, right? And I think yeah. what you said, like someone only speaking to really a couple of Rangers fans, a lot of their gripe was, you know, he always plays 4-3-3. He never changes it. He never goes too up front. And what you really need if you're going to play that is the last midfielder, the one who's playing a bit higher up to have something different and that adds a bit more, plays a final ball, lets the front three, at least behind the back four. Um, And he definitely does that. I think, to be honest, I, I reckon he'll move somewhere yeah. in England next yeah. year. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad I mean, I think he's been grossly undervalued as well in this game of <laughs> fantasy football Scotland. I think got their values all in all fairly spot on. But, I mean, he's always been worth less than Stephen Davis, which is a joke, because Stephen Davis is about 85 and is, you know, a holding midfielder. And Arfield, who hadn't been playing that much. I mean, Arfield was worth about a million and a half more than the start of the year. Um, madness, 4.9 million. It's an absolute steal. You know, second highest scoring midfielder for them, and he's been injured for part of the season. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. I think he's so... How, so much, how much less is he than Davis? Uh, 0.1 of a million now. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, quite mad. Um it's <laughs> crazy. Ryan Ken. <laughs> Ryan Ken was fantastic as if I think potentially one of his best performances of the season. Now, did it just happen to coincide with his first week in my team? Yes, who knows? But he's already returned more for me than I think he did in his entire stint for John. Uh, John is then again. He's more confident in my in my side, I think. <laughs> Cutting in off the right. Placing it in the corner of his left foot. I mean, hallmarks of my team, really, isn't it? Agreed. So, yeah, <laughs> could he justify a big move this summer? No comment. To a premiership side. We had Leeds sniffing about him. I think you said Arebo might go. I actually think Kent's the one they've probably got to be more scared of. Um, what do you think, Danny? Do you think Kent can cut it in the English premiership? I think if he goes to a team that plays reasonably similar to Rangers, but has does Ryan Kent have a Scottish granny or anything? That's what I'd be asking. 
Scottish granny, something like that. Get on the Scotland team. We don't need any more attacking midfielders. <laughs> you need ones who are in good form, though. I don't think we've managed to uncover any um, Scottish relatives. I'm sure they've looked. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's uh, yeah, he. he I, th- I think he's the one that, that they've got to watch out for. But you know, a lot for him. There's a lot of reason for him to stay. You know, particularly with that draw of Champions League football, which they they very much think they'll they will have. Um, I watched next year. So yeah, Ryan Porcher should have had a goal back for Hebs. Pretty bewildering decision. I think probably the second worst decision of the of the weekend after the after the ridiculous decision we saw in the um Mother Wilson game. Um I couldn't see why that was not a goal. Um but shortly after that, Euro goal watch, Claxon going off, Kevin Nisbet. Uh, scored only the third goal that Alan McGregor has conceded at Ibrox this season, which was a timely contribution for him. Um, yeah, I think still lots to be positive about with Hibs. That was one of their best performances against Rangers this season, I would say. Yeah, we, we, we tipped Paul McGinn as well as the defensive option you wanted from Hibs, and he duly popped up with the assist for Wee Kev's goal, which was nice. I think Hibs have, in general, given Rangers, actually, I know that it's not resulted in uh, points as much, but it's been pretty competitive games and arguably the most competitive games Rangers have had in the league this year. Absolutely. I would agree with that. Um, and it covers us off for the main action of the weekend. Hello and welcome back to part three of this week's Fantasy Fitbar pod. We have D-Bird in the house. He might be a bit sore after Liverpool getting knocked out of tonight's Champions League. Or did you, have I just reminded you of that, Danny? Yeah, you have a bit. Aye. <laughs> you have a bit. Got to take it on the chin now. So he was just thinking about Scottish football. He was just thinking all the Hamilton and then he reminded him, John. Yeah, we don't, we don't do much Champions League in Scotland, to be fair. <laughs> All right, so this is the part, listeners, as I'm sure you know by now, where we ask the Twitter's fear for questions. Um, and Danny, we've got a first one up for you. It's from our good pal Gibble, and he's asking about fix, fixture lists. And obviously, with this weekend being the Scottish Cup, we don't actually make a transfer until next week, and there's a little bit disjointed going forward. But who are you targeting in the next game week coming up? Um, I mentioned the fact that I'm not going for any Rangers defenders before. Yeah. I'm probably getting James Forrest in. Um, I'm hoping after St. Mirren batted Motherwell that they're going to start slotting a few goals. So I'd maybe look at uh, St. Mirren striker or... Potentially go the other way and look at a Ross County centre back because I think St. Mary are playing Ross County next. Oof. So we're, we're saying getting we're get we're getting the Dingwall Van Dyke in. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna have to now after all that. I'm also gonna have to <laughs> what price to stick in a St. Mary striker just purely because I reckon he's gonna bag two or three after that comparison That's to fast. Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> Scooby, who are you targeting? Um, 
Do you know what? I'm, I'm pretty happy with where my squads are at the moment, to be honest. Um, I, I'm not going to get drawn into the into the forest um, into the forest debate. Uh, I think up top, I think the, probably the, the, the key there is going to be to keep rotating it. So for me, it might be that I bring in Devante Cole. Can't you can't um, deny the the prowess there? So I think probably rotating up top because there's a lot of good options. But I've not made my mind up yet. There you go. There you go. That is the thing. With the Scottish Cup coming up this weekend, you've got to think about that. All right, so move on. Uh, next, we've got Perrin has been in touch with a question. And Debert, he's asking you, you know, with the success of uh, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney, John McGinn, can you see any, what Scottish Premiership players can you see making it a success down in England, if any? Ones at the moment? Yeah. Um... Turnbull, definitely. Mm. Um, are we just talking Scottish ones or ones nah, that play can, in the SPL? We can open it up. I mean, Edward, definitely. Yeah. Mm. And then I would, from watching Rangers, I would say Aribo personally, but yeah, I, I like Aribo. Yep. I think he's got what you need to play in the Prem, which is in very tight areas. Um, he's, I mean, the thing that you've said about those three Scottish players is they're, other than maybe Tierney, are known for their industry rather than their talent, probably. I know John McGinn scored some absolute belters, but yeah. he's the workhorse yeah. of that villain midfield. Have you seen that overhead kick? That's the dog work. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I think a rebo. There you go. Joe Rebo, get buy him in your football index shit. Oh wait, that's that's gone bust. Oh, low blow, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I think, you know, it's it's maybe not actually it's been unexpected this one, maybe not as a player, but you know, what I thought was fascinating at the weekend is the Aberdeen assistant manager, Scott Brown, actually almost scored for Celtic. So this is a guy that as assistant manager of a team that can almost score for another team at the same time. It's pretty remarkable, John, isn't it? So I think premiership clubs will be looking for someone like that, perhaps, you know, in the managerial ranks at some point soon. I'm trying to find a point there, Scooby. Yeah. Dreadfully put together. (laughs) John, surely. You're telling me it's not confusing you watching Scott Brown run around with the captain's (laughs) handband on Celtic, knowing that he is your de facto assistant manager. Griffin. It's odd. Surely you're keen for him, John. I'm coming round to it. I mean, you've got to, right? You mean I'm not going to not support Aberdeen, so... Also, just think, <laughs> he's exactly what you've been missing for, for five years, basically. You haven't laid a hand on, well, Celtic especially, in that run under Rodgers. Yeah. Get yeah, into I'm... the game, half an hour in, concede a shitty goal, and then you're just out of the game and that's it. Yeah. Maybe get Brown in. You might not do that, and you might have a bit of steel about you. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I reckon first game against Rangers or Celtic next season, it'll be a game of, like, three red cards. Scott Brown will be <laughs> winding everyone up, and yeah. you'll get a shitty three points. Scott Brown will get arrested. Yeah. I look forward to it. I look yeah. forward to it. Stephen Glass is now out of his um, quarantine in the Aberdeen Hotel, so he's running riot in Aberdeen now. So... <laughs> It's looking good. It's gonna be. It's gonna be different. Look, it's gonna be different. I mean, yeah, as you say, Danny Aberdeen's uh, performance against the old firm um, in the last number of years has been 
left wanting. So Scott Brown will certainly change things. Whether it's going to be good or bad, we'll, we'll, we're yet to see. He's a winner, at least. Yes. Got to give him that. All right. So, final question, Danny, this one. And I've been in touch um, with, uh, with Amelia. You turned turn the wings against us. <laughs> Not turn the wings against you, just getting the wings involved in the Fantasy Fit Bar pod questions. Yeah. Lovely. And Amelia's question, she very much wasn't really given much context of the, but it's quite difficult for how old is she to, to understand? Said, yeah, I was going to say she's also a four year old. It's difficult for a four year old to understand football, let alone the fantasy element of it and it being in Scotland. So I just ignored that and said, Amelia, <laughs> any question that you'd like to ask Danny? So, are you ready for this? Yeah, I mean, Jesus, who knows what this is going to be? <laughs> Her question to you, Danny, is how do trees grow? <laughs> the roots, mate, the roots. The roots. <laughs> it's the roots. <laughs> I mean, I'm personally just I'm impressed that Neely's got Twitter at four years old, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's managed to... At Fitbar Pod. How do trees grow? I don't know, Amelia, but it's probably got something to do with Davy Martindale. <laughs> He's got the magic touch. They're brilliant. There you go. You can answer that one uh, tomorrow morning, Danny. Yeah. I'm in the uh, I farted in her bed so she's not talking to me at the moment oh, well on that bombshell we should have a quick <laughs> roundup on what's happening in the league top scorer this week was What's Up Deck um, with 60 points well done for us um, and the league leader once against Gunner it's a, which we said last week a titanic battle with Andrea and it's one point in it it's um, it's a slugfest that one back and forth, and only a couple of weeks really left. A bit of a weird fixture list, isn't it, John? From here on in, yeah, it is. We've got yeah, we've got no game this weekend because the Scottish Cup. We've got a game next Wednesday, and no game the following week. So we'll probably have a couple of weeks off. But just check for us for the pods in your feed. And we've only got three left after this, I think, Scobie. So I think so. Yeah, we'll have one. Yeah, just right right at the end of April there, and then. Um, yeah, a bit of an odd fixture list to navigate. But do not forget, write out the wild card if you've not played it already. Um, yeah, Danny, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, probably the weirdest episode of this season. Um, <laughs> and we did do one in a shed with John's dad, so that's uh, saying something. <laughs> thanks for thanks for, uh, for joining us. Hi. It's been a treat. I hope uh, my disgraceful lack of knowledge in Scottish football wasn't apparent but then I remembered that Scobie's done 34 episodes of a podcast so <laughs> that must be alright thank you thanks for that oh, you waited for your best line till last Danny <laughs> open goal not to end not to end of that there well done uh, alright 
Yeah, thanks for having me, though. It was a pleasure. <laughs> pleasure, man. <laughs>